Welcome to this episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Dave, and today I am here with Vaibhav Kandawal, Senior Technical Product Manager for AWS DMS. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. So we had a couple of reInvent announcements and I am a big fan of the service, and so I think we should just baseline for our audience what AWS DMS is and how it can help developers uh, today with relational database data and, and moving things around. So wh- why don't you just start a little bit about, I guess, your journey to the cloud? You know, how did you how did you get to AWS? Did you wind up on DMS because you always liked data, <laughs> right? O- on that team, uh, what is it? Senior technical product manager do just like what was that was that journey like for you? Sure, sure. Uh, good question. So I I started my career as a software engineer uh, right out of college. Um, I was writing code. What what language? Uh, so I was mostly writing the C language. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I used to work for a networking company, and uh, most of our uh, networking operating system was very low level. Uh, interacting with the hardware and I had basically uh, development in C language at that time. Yeah. But uh, I was very intrigued by how the networking uh, gear was used by our customers and that basically uh, piqued my interest into product management. I mean, it was I didn't even know it as product management. My interest was mostly how how would I know why customers are using my product and what they are doing. And what should I build next, right? I mean, that was my curiosity kind of a thing. And that's when I realized, okay, there's a role called product management. Maybe I should try that and try to get uh, get to learn what customers are doing and how they're using uh, what I'm building for them. And that's how I moved into product management. Uh, long story short, that was uh, more than a decade now uh, when all this happened. And... Uh, then I I used to work for a company uh, which was building these software services for customers, mostly around DNS, uh, IP address management. And uh, right around 2014, uh, we realized that uh, the cloud is the new thing. Uh, most of our big customers, uh, which are common Fortune 50, 100 customers, they used to be my customers and then they were talking about this cloud the new shiny thing that hey i'm moving my workloads to the cloud because it's cheap it's easy to manage and it's all self-service right i don't have to yep. deal with installing our plans and doing it myself and that's when uh, we said okay how can we help these customers migrate to the cloud and that's when i had that was my first experience with amazon web services uh, because AWS was the most prevalent cloud and it still is. Uh, so that's when I got introduced to AWS. I started learning about Amazon and that's when my whole cloud journey began. I was really uh, impressed by how quickly AWS has built all these services and how easy and they are cheap. I would say even cost was an important factor uh, when I was working with the customers and uh, that basically drove them to the cloud. And then it was, I would say it was the trend that made me uh, keep myself updated with the, the the trend at that time. And that's how I got into AWS. And although I worked as a customer of AWS at that time, uh, I really got my feet wet with different services. 
and that's when i discovered that aws also provide tools for helping customers with migrating their workloads not just using them in the cloud but how do you make that first move which is move your workloads from on premise to the cloud and that's when i got to know about different services including database migration service uh, so i actually knew about it as a customer and then when i joined aws i was really excited to be part of uh, database migration services team and to be able to bring my learnings as a customer and improve the product uh, so that our customers really enjoy using it yeah and it's such a huge it's such an important tool i know so as someone who was building websites uh, i used to work for a large uh, pharmaceutical company too in the in the early 2000s probably about uh, till 2006 2007 Mm-hmm. And moving uh, a bunch of data that you know uh, FDA regulated, you mm-hmm. know, it's like you have different processes of of how that data needs to be managed and moved. And um, gosh, I think it might have been called DSS, SQL Server, and relational databases. I mean, that's where I did the bulk of my career. Like they, it never let me down. You know, just doing things in T SQL, uh, it was always solid, and just creating a workflow to migrate data at night. And a lot of these were like they were called Blast. I don't know if you ever mm-hmm. heard of Blast, but they were like Unix systems that would do genome sequences, right? Wow. And these things at the time required like huge Solaris Sun workstations. I and so- with those, yeah. Yeah, it would take hours, right? And and so and sometimes days. And so you've got these scientists that are like, you know, trying to solve pancreatic cancer that are sitting waiting around for these blast sequences to run. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Linux got really popular. So suddenly, I remember going into the into the labs, and we had a, a a Linux, a whole bunch of Linux nodes. It was like you know, twenty machines all running, and we went from you know like two days to twenty minutes on this. And we used to move that data. That's all this research that's being done. And it was all, you know, common CSV files mm-hmm. every night and move that into a relational database. And then we used to look at all of that data. And then we would look at patent data because that's open source. You can see what's going in patent. So if you're a pharmaceutical mm-hmm. company working on a new drug mm-hmm. and you're spending, you know, you've spent $20 million, let's say on a drug for pancreatic cancer, but you know, there's another company that's already submitted 10 patents in that space. And it, it's it's interesting when lawyers get involved, right? Because they'll actually change, they'll hide the genome sequence. So you're looking scientifically for the genome sequence, but you got to go through all these patents. So it was those kind of workloads, mm-hmm. right? And just moving these big workloads at night. And if I used to like, I used to feel really good. I was like, you know what? I'm helping solve cancer because my workloads are where, and I don't want any one of these workloads to fail at night because it means the scientists can't work Mm -hmm. every day. Right. And I just, I feel like sometimes, you know, cause we're in the, we're in the age of serverless and machine learning, but it's really these moving data around and moving data around safely. That is such a cornerstone of, of a lot of what we do. Uh, when, you know, we're creating these things. So, you know, with that, with that exposition, a little bit of, of Dave's background and love for this, uh, what is the AWS DMS service? Can you, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So uh, as you said, right, these are different applications that customers are using. And these applications could be for running the genome sequence or uh, uh, building some sort of a transaction for customers where they can easily come in and transact what they are trying to do. Uh, Eventually, all these applications, they use data, right, in the back 
I mean, there is database is one of the uh, the foundations of your applications, I would say. That's how I like to think about it. And uh, although when we talk to customers, uh, they mostly think about moving applications, right? I have this application which does... Uh, uh, which solve a certain problem, and I want to move this over to the cloud. And it's not just the application that you are moving; you are also moving all the different components that this application is touching. Database being one of those. And when we talk about database, database is not just one piece. You have uh, relational database, you have non-relational database, you have data warehouses, right, where you ha- yeah. want to do some analytical processing on your data. You have ETL. So data is database is a very big it's an umbrella term but there are all these different sorts of data so uh, when it comes to migrating the application when they reach to a point where they start thinking about hmm what should i do with my database right what should i do with my data warehouse where should i move this how should i move it what are my potential targets in aws and uh, also the other thing is when they are moving data data is a critical piece Uh, These customers who are already in business, their applications are already live, actively being used by customers. They cannot afford not even a minute of downtime because that can impact all their customers, right? So moving data is one thing, but moving data with zero downtime is another important factor. And the third thing I would say is keeping the data in sync while it's in migration. So in a way, to customer, it has to be completely transparent. Today, my data is sitting at point A, which could be my on-premises. Tomorrow, it could be sitting in point B, which is AWS, without impacting any of the operations on the application, right? Without impacting the customers. And that's where DMS comes into a place, where DMS offers this secure data migration service with zero downtime where customers can move data, relational data, which is uh, their OLTP uh, data databases or OLAP, such as data warehouses from point A, point A being, it could be EC2 uh, in AWS, or it could be on-premises over to uh, any database service in AWS, which could be Amazon Aurora, Amazon RDS, uh, or even EC2, right? So DMS ensures that And not just that, if you remember, I mentioned a third point where while I'm moving the data, I don't want it to be, uh, I don't want my customers to be experiencing any downtime. So this ensures that all your data is securely moving from one location to another without any downtime and also keeping the data in sync. Because when your data is moving, it could be that uh, you could still be making changes on your source database. uh, And how do you update those changes into your target location, the new location where you're moving your database. And DMS has a feature called Change Data Capture or CDC that ensures that once the data is moved from one location to another, you can uh, easily cut over your application from your source database to the new target database downtime. Yeah. So can you tell us what the AWS DMS schema conversion is all about and how that fits into this? You can say it starts with database migration service where customers want to move their data. But a lot of times we have seen where customers don't know what is what could be my potential target because AWS offers a whole variety of yeah. different services, right? Now, 
should I move to Amazon RDS? Should I move to a managed service in RDS, uh, Oracle, SQL? Or should I move to Redshift because it's my data warehouse? Or should I be moving to an open source database service in AWS, right? And time is of essence when customers are trying to move from one location to another. That's another important factor. So customers could have different business objectives. To give you an example, there could be a customer who says, uh, my lease is uh, coming up for renewal for my on-premise database uh, data center, my physical location where all my databases are located. And I don't want to renew. I want to save costs and I want to move everything over to the cloud, right? So for this customer, the business objective is I want to quickly get rid of my physical data center location and move everything to the cloud. There could be another customer who has a different business objective where they are saying, I don't want to renew my commercial vendor licenses, right? Uh, I have Oracle, SQL, it's coming up for renewal and it's too expensive for me. Uh, so I'm looking for open source uh, options, open source database options in AWS. Now, uh, for if you think about it, this customer is a different business objective. They are not too much worried about getting uh, moving away from the physical location, but rather moving to an open source database service in AWS. Now, how do these customers make decision, right? And that's where schema conversion becomes important for these customers. So if let's say I have Oracle or SQL Server, and I want to see what is the quickest option along with the complexity, what it would take for me to move my Oracle over to Redshift or to Aurora, uh, MySQL, Amazon Aurora MySQL. So with schema conversion, customers can easily connect to their source database. When they connect it, uh, it can analyze their database. So what analyze does is it would look at their entire schema. It would look at different code in their database, such as stored procedures, triggers, views, different tables. It will analyze all that and it will give them something which we call as an assessment report. And this assessment report uh -huh. is mostly an exec level report that shows what percentage of data is easily, or your code, your schema code, can be converted to different database services in AWS. So let's say if you have Oracle moving to Amazon, RDS Oracle is, uh, uh, there is, maybe 0% complexity, which means you just take it, this will take and this will convert and move everything to AWS using schema conversion and BMS. Whereas if I'm a customer who is looking for open source, it'll tell me, okay, if you move to Aurora PostgreSQL, if you move to Amazon Aurora MySQL, the complexity is 60% or 20% or 30%, it'll give me this idea. And the things that cannot be converted because of which the complexity is in moving, in converting, uh, it will show you what are the recommended actions you can take. So it will give you all that detailed report, what cannot be converted automatically and what needs manual action and what action you can take. So it gives you a prescriptive guidance on how you can convert your data. And that basically tells the customer, I, if I look at that report, it can quickly tell me, should I move to MySQL? Should I move to PostgreSQL? Should I move to Redshift? Should I move to Amazon uh, RDS, managed service? Uh, right. And what aligns with my objective, right? What aligns with my business objective that I 
talked about initially, right? So that's what schema conversions goal is. Love it. And does it pivot across different types of accesses? So for example, cost, because you know that one of those what you were just talking about is complexity and coverage of data types and, and database structures. Does it also do cost as well? So good question. Cost is not something we show in schema conversion because right. cost can be a very uh, variable factor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> depending on how big of their workload is, depending on... Uh, because AWS, that's a very good point, actually. AWS has different programs. I would like to plug yeah. in. They have different uh, programs that help customers migrate their databases over to AWS. And depending on... Uh, we we give different credits to the customer that they can use against their oh, interesting. migration. And, yeah. Uh, that's why a cost is a very variable thing depending on the yep. customer type. Uh, however, they can refer to our uh, different incentives that AWS offers, credits and incentives that can bring down the cost uh, for migrating from their on-premises location to AWS. Got it. How does how does it the schema conversion work? Like, how does it fit into the overall migration workflow? What is it? It's doing is it? it you, you said it's looking at structures and everything. Like, how does this thing actually work? And is this how is this different than the the AWS SCT with this schema conversion tool too? How does all that fit together? Right, good point. So, Dave. Uh... Schema conversion tool, also called, known as AWS SCT, has been around since uh, over five years now. Uh, I think since 2016. And it's a very popular tool. A lot of our customers use it. Uh, this tool is actually unlike any AWS service that we have. It's a downloadable tool. So... Customers download the software package from AWS website, which is free of cost. Now, once they download, they have to install it on a host. Uh, it could be your laptop. I can install it on my laptop. And then I can create a project with an SCT. And this project is basically connecting to my source database. For example, I can connect to Oracle. And now when I'm trying to do a heterogeneous database migration, which means I'm trying to move Oracle to an open source database service in AWS, it will connect. It data. There are two things when you're doing a heterogeneous database migration. One is your schema. So schema is different for different databases. Your Oracle schema is not applicable to the schema on a non-Oracle database service, such as Postgres or MySQL. What that means is uh, schema basically defines your database. So you have code, right? Your SQL code, which is your uh, stored procedures, triggers, views, all these, all this code and the schema itself. Uh, you first, even before you can move your data from uh, your source database to the target database service in AWS, you have to first convert the schema and then apply it to your target database. So that's where schema conversion tool comes in handy, where it will analyze your entire schema code. And based on the analysis, if you are saying your target is uh, Postgres SQL in AWS, uh, Amazon Aurora, it will try to convert your schema code 
to the format that is compatible with your target database service in AWS. And during that conversion, it will generate this assessment report. So even before you do the actual conversion and apply it, it gives you a report saying that, assessment report saying that how much of your schema can be converted to your target database service. Most of the times, the way customers read that report is, for example, when they run the assessment, they say 80% of their schema is easily convertible. 20% of schema is, cannot be converted. But it doesn't mean that they cannot move that schema, apply that schema to the target. This assessment report, which shows you 80% of your code can be converted using this tool, and which is our conversion tool, right? AWS SCT. But the right. remaining code cannot be converted. It gives a prescriptive guidance to our customers on what actions they can take to convert this. And that way, customers have a complete picture of if I'm migrating my Oracle to Aurora PostgreSQL in AWS, what would it take uh, for me to convert this, right? And once they, even within the tool, they can edit the SQL code. So it's not like they have to go somewhere else and do that. Right. Editing. It's all done within the tool. I can look at my action items side by side and edit the SQL code right then and there. And once I see that everything is there, uh, I have converted that 80% using the tool. I have manually taken action as recommended by AWS SCT uh, for the remaining 20% that cannot be converted. And when I'm ready, I can, all I have to do is just right click on my schema and say apply. And that would, act, that would actually apply my new schema, converted schema over to the target database service in AWS. And this all takes a few minutes, I would say, uh, to an hour, uh, two hours. Uh, once it is done, all I have to do is use DMS to migrate my database uh, from my Oracle database over to the target which is Aurora PostgreSQL in this case. Got it. And so DMS is taking care of all this as a managed service. I don't have to download the program. And I'm assuming like it's doing it all serverless too. Like it's setting up whatever it needs to do to convert all this and it's giving you reports and everything is just happening. So I don't have to think about it as a developer. Right. So let me talk about uh, the transition that we have uh, made. Yeah. Right. We just launched uh, DMS schema conversion at reInvent right. 2022. And this is a very co common question I have heard from different people. Hey, we already have SCT. What is this schema conversion? So let me explain you the difference between the two. With the launch of DMS schema conversion, it's not that we have discontinued schema conversion tool because uh, we this is our first version. Uh, schema conversion tool built over more than five years. Uh, we still have few feature parity that we need to uh, complete between the two things. But schema conversion is actually a transformation of our schema conversion tool. As I mentioned, AWS SCT is a downloadable software. Customers have to download it, install it, which means they have to manage the software. They have to manage the tool. And not just that, uh, customers have to also find the right resources, right host type where they can install. And we heard our customers and uh, we basically wanted to make the experience better, right? And easy for our customers. And as you can see, SCT works so closely with DMS 
why should we keep them as two different tools right it should all be part of the database migration service and that's where we actually launch schema conversion as a feature of aws dms at the reinvent uh, and it is a serverless uh, thing so the other thing as i mentioned aws sct is free of cost customers don't have to pay anything for using schema conversion tool and we have kept it the same way when customers log into dms they launch the schema conversion feature uh, it is all free of cost customers don't have to pay anything for their application instance uh, which is running the schema conversion for assessing converting their schema the only cost that customer bears is the storage cost or the s3 cost because the storage is something owned by customers we don't have any visibility to the storage because we understand the data is confidential and we right. want customers to be able to have access and see what their schema looks like how they have converted it what they want to convert uh, that's why it's all uh, something owned by customer whereas the schema conversion assessment is all free of cost for our customers who are looking at using a managed service schema conversion this is the right feature that they can use perfect so to to get started with it as a developer i'm just going to go right into aws dms and everything is there that you're talking about there's there's no extra charge or be able to run all of this that's correct so our existing customers or new customers who are familiar with dms or who are using dms for the first time uh, since uh, we launched schema conversion now when customers log into aws console click on database migration service they would see uh, a new tab on the left hand panel which says convert and convert is basically ah, the okay so let me talk about few more exciting things that are there in dms let me try to plug in those while we are talking about it in reinvent 2021 we launched a service of a, a capability of dms called fleet advisor or also known as discovery what we did was we looked at how customers start with their journey the journey is basically broken into three pieces at high level one is inventorying what they have because even before i migrate anything i need to know what exactly is there in my data center right uh, over period of time customers have all these legacy systems new systems as they keep on adding obviously when they are moving to the cloud they need to do some clean up they don't want to move everything that they have built up over years over to the cloud over to aws so that's why we built this service called fleet advisor or the discovery service which will automatically go and discover everything for customers uh, from customers on premises data center it will show all the different type of databases they have what kind of server nice. they are running on what kind of license is there what kind of support license entitlement they have once they look at everything then the next step is they pick and choose what they want to migrate right and when they pick and choose what they want to migrate they can select the databases and the corresponding schemas and go to the convert feature where they would actually convert uh, where they will actually first assess the schema and once they have assessed the schema they have converted the schema applied the schema to the target database the next step is doing the database migration because now they have applied the schema now they have to move the data from one location to another it right. could it could be moving into a, a database service or it could be moving to a data warehouse such as redshift 
and that's when they can go to the next step which is a dms and start the database migration so the benefit that our customers are getting is this entire journey can be done within one single service without having to download tools without having to create multiple connections to their database source database and target database it can all be done within one single console which is aws dms love it what's got you excited what's what's next yeah sure so some of the exciting things that are coming i would say specifically in schema conversion uh, we have a limited support right now uh, we support oracle we support sql server as a source databases and you can move them to postgres and mysql uh, target right. database in aws but we have lot more uh, database and data warehouses that we support for example uh, we support uh, different data warehouses such as teradata uh, we support uh, azure synapse as a source database, we support uh, Netizza, we support Greenplum, we support uh, SAP ASE or SAP ASE or a Sybase database, we support DB2ZOS. So all these different source databases. And then we have variety of target database services that we support, such as I mentioned Amazon RDS, Amazon Aurora, Amazon Redshift. Uh, we even support Glue, Amazon Glue. Uh, and all these things, right? So there is, as I said, SCT was built over multiple years. And now the next year, what I'm excited about is adding all these different source and target database pairs into our service. So with this, the other beauty is you don't have to download a new schema conversion tool in order to see new features. All you have to go do is just go to our console and you will start seeing new source target database pairs being added within the service that we will start supporting over next year and there are a lot of other exciting things which i forgot to mention for example schema conversion tool not just the database customers also have these application code which has embedded sql which works yeah. with the database so sct can actually scan your application code and it can look for embedded sql and convert it to the format that will work with the new target so it can oh, also nice. convert your application code. So these are some of the exciting new capabilities that you will start seeing in schema conversion over the next uh, few months and year. Amazing. So where can folks find you online or the, the team online if they want to uh, uh, look up some more of this? So yeah, you can go to our uh, Amazon uh, channel on YouTube. You'd be able to see the video uh, uh, like a video or a visual user guide on how to use aws sct or okay. you can go to our amazon website uh, you can just type aws.amazon.com forward slash dms uh, forward slash schema conversion tool or you can just go to our uh, user guide uh, on the aws dms uh, website just search for dms schema conversion that will take you to the user guides and you can read more about this uh, service I love it. I'll make sure I add all of that to the show notes. Thank you so much for your time today. I, I certainly enjoyed this conversation and congratulations on the launch. Sure. Thank you.